and welcome back to Favorite Things, our first episode of 2021, uh, three months in. Yeah, a little late, but hey. Uh, I gotta be honest, I haven't really had a whole lot to talk about. We've consumed a lot, but it the year started off kind of rough yeah. for everyone in general. I mean... You're, you're at the tail end or midpoint, depending on who you talk to, of a global pandemic. You have uh, disputed election results. You've got civic unrest. Uh, you deal with, you know, massive winter storms and weather, winter yeah. weather. It all kind of piles up. And at, at the end of the day, you just, you don't feel like recording. Yeah. So, That's true. Uh, for those of you listening, that was our uh, half-assed way of making up excuses for why we haven't <laughs> recorded in three months. Um, in total seriousness, uh, my job right now is requiring a lot more mental uh, structure uh, and facility, uh, more of my mental faculties uh, than my physical faculties. So at the end of the week, I a lot of times just feel brain dead. Um and uh, there are a lot of people who would see me drive who would agree with that. Um, <laughs> but uh, I've been trying to figure out how this podcast was going to work uh, with that in mind. And so I've been thinking about it, honestly, since late December, early January, of what what I wanted the podcast to look like in 2021. Honestly, a, a movie a week is is kind of... A big commitment as far as paying attention, making observations, uh, recording a full recap per movie—it's—it's it's a lot, uh, to to be honest. So, um, in lieu of that, with the exception of the James Bond films that we're going to finish out this year, yeah. uh, of Skyfall and Spectre. And uh, hopefully at some point before the fall, uh, no time to die, uh, we're going to focus on something a little bit more short form, a little bit more regular, something you can hang your hat on week to week. Um, this week we're going to be recapping the, the Disney Plus phenomenon, uh, WandaVision. We are not going to do a plot by... Uh, plot point by plot point breakdown this is going to be more of a reaction um and later at some point we may revisit the whole of the marvel cinematic universe just for fun um and recap plot at that point but today will be more of just what we enjoyed about it uh what really worked for us what uh what really stood out to us but to give you a heads up on segments going forward, uh, we're going to break things down into three segments. I haven't finalized names for these yet. <laughs> um, I've got some rough ideas, but basically it's going to break down to what's the good news, uh, the, the first thing of the week. Um, and this isn't for those of you who are ultra honed in on uh, religion and gospel, um, this is more of just good things in the week. Uh, this is... Uh, What's made us smile this week. Was... Yeah. Uh, it's anything from cat videos to uh, a new thing we discovered. 
uh, it honestly it's wide ranging and it could be more than one thing uh, this is just week to week what made us smile and in times that can feel very bleak what what was the thing that stood out and helped get by uh, the second thing we're going to talk about is uh, right now its nickname is what's cooking but uh, <laughs> the the idea is what did we eat this week that really stood out it just it it was the thing that just really grabbed us and to be completely honest with you up front we are making no money off of this but uh, we will probably be shills during this segment for restaurants, uh, for uh, for recipes that we find online. Uh, as of right now, we are not being paid for it, but we're just going to talk really, really nice about something we experienced this week as far as eating. And then the last thing, uh, because most of our comment comes via streaming, um, we're gonna we're gonna talk about the. A, an episode of TV or a movie every week. Uh, and this week we're going to be focusing on WandaVision. In about two weeks we're going to start focusing on uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, we have a history with the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, so I'm looking forward to talking through those. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to share some good news. Transparency. Uh, just a moment ago, uh, Betsy and I had a short, very short discussion on who would go first with the uh, with the good news. And as always, Betsy said, "No, you can go first. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so for me this week, the things that made me smile, it kind of broke down into two segments. Uh, the first was um, honestly a lot of Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter videos and and short stories um, these are, are little bits of cuteness or silliness that just just make me smile just get me through the week um, cat spot a <laughs> cat spot a was was a personal favorite um, where a guy and his cat are laying uh, in the bedroom with cucumber slices over their eyes with soft spa music playing <laughs> and the the family mom comes in and goes what are you doing husband i'm taking a spa day she tries to take the cucumbers off the cat's eyes and the cat gets mad and pulls them back <laughs> yeah that's perfect i just i wish i knew how they train the cats to do that because i would train our cats to do that we don't need to do that our no. cats are spoiled enough <laughs> Uh, but the other thing that really made me smile this week uh, is I've really been kind of digging back into uh, DC Comics lore, uh, both in comics and video games, uh, TV shows, um, and a couple weeks ago, movies, in anticipation of the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League. So, a little background for those of you who don't know. Uh, I really, really, really disliked um, the movie Batman v Superman 
Dawn of Justice in 2016. Yep. Um, uh, for a number of diff different reasons. It's it's kind of a mess of a movie. Um, but as I've... I feel like I've gone through therapy to, to unpack my trauma with that movie. <laughs> um, I think my biggest problem is it's not the versions of those characters that I wanted. Whereas when I go and I see a Marvel's Avengers, uh, WandaVision, anything from Marvel, I'm seeing the versions of those characters that I adore. They're, they're making the best possible version of that character. And I, I trust them at this point with several movies under their belt, implicitly and explicitly to deliver what I want. Uh, DC Comics and Warner Brothers have a much spottier track record. And so, over the past few years, I, I felt traumatized by this movie to the point where even knowing that there was a version of that movie that filled in a lot of the plot holes, not all of them, but a lot of them, even knowing that things that made it to me weren't the best version of that, even the version of that movie I saw wasn't the best presentation of it, the lighting wasn't great in the theater, things like that. I had been traumatized to the point that I was unwilling to even sit through the entire process again to get through it. And so a, a few Sundays back, I, I had a, a couple hours to myself and I was like, okay, you're getting really amped up for this movie that you're you're not sure whether you're gonna like it or not. Um, it's uh, you're you're gonna have to you're gonna have to watch it or not. Uh, it's time to poop or get off the pot. Yeah. And so I I watched through that movie, open mind, fully knowing what it is. It is not what I want, but it's it's what they make. And I've got to tell you, I stand by my original statement of it's not the Batman or the Superman that I want. However, for what it is, it's a pretty good action movie. It is, it has some very interesting concepts. I'm interested to see how those play out. Now, to make this long story longer. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, this movie came out, and there were a lot of people who felt like me. And so, there was a big fan backlash. And so, DC Comics and Warner Brothers basically scrubbed most of their plans for movies that had either already been shot or were in the process of being shot. And so... These, these movies that millions and millions and millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars have been poured out on, are retooled, and they come out, and some people like them, some people don't, but the general consens consensus across the board is, whether you like it or not, these are a mess. And as I've done a little digging and a little detective work, originally there was an overarching plan. Again, not the plan that I would have wanted at the time, but 
it I had been able to experience it as a cohesive whole, I think the end product would have been better. So movies like Suicide Squad, which I did not enjoy, might not have been a good movie, but would have been a better yes. movie. Um, the the ultimate cut of that movie makes it a much better movie. Of Batman v Superman makes it a better movie. Uh, the movie Justice League that came out in 2017 is fine. And yes, there's a question mark at the end of fine. Uh, it's it's not bad. It's not good. It's just kind of eh. It, it, it was a movie that I watched. I, I paid next to nothing to get a digital copy of. And, and I watched it and I have never watched it again. And it's because it does nothing horrendously offensive uh, outside of some bad CGI. But it doesn't do anything that says, you need to watch this again. Yeah. Come to find out, a significant portion of that movie ended up on the cutting room floor. And what we saw was not what was originally shot. Nice. Come to find out, about 70% of that movie was reshoots. Um, and the reshoots were with a different director. And it totally changes it closer with those characters to what I wanted those characters to be. The classic su Superman, Batman arch archetypes. It also neuters the movie <laughs> to the point where there are no stakes. There's no real, there's no real arc for any of the characters. They never really grow, uh, with a couple of exceptions. The new movie will be closer to that original, that original vision. Our, our cats are fighting, so if you hear noises in the background, Betsy and I aren't fighting. It's the cats. Um, they're, they're play fighting. Yep. So, I keep making this story even longer, uh, <laughs> giving background, but if you've ever heard a plot recap by me, you're not surprised. Um, <laughs> this week, the thing that brought me joy, the thing that made me smile, is someone actually found, there's a Zack Snyder exhibit. I, I'm not sure where this exhibit was, but he had storyboarded out and written the plot details of he had come up with a Justice League trilogy. Uh, originally it was going to be two movies, but as he plotted things out, it, it was going to really be three movies. And the first movie was going to be uh, what is coming out on the 18th of this month on HBO Max. Um, and in theaters. The second two movies were going to be something entirely different. Something that at that time had not been done. And reading, I got to read through this entire synopsis, this entire story synopsis of uh, this three movie arc. And this three movie arc as written uh, and come to find out is not what was shot and will be coming to HBO Max, but uh, was the original plan that eventually got scrapped. 
this three movie epic would have redeemed the Batman v Superman movie in that it would have tied up a lot of lingering plot threads that are left dangling and as far as we knew a year ago were never going to be resolved and it it takes a different turn with these characters that's very bold very interesting and sadly now in 2021 is going to feel copycat-like. It's going to feel pedestrian because a lot of the plot points, the, the superheroics of the movie, and time travel, <laughs> and epic multi-army fights have now, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, been done yeah. in Avengers Infinity War and Endgame. And we've seen that play out as I said before, with the characters we loved. But as I read through these story treatments, uh, I even commented on the guy who posted them, uh, thank you for giving me closure on this on this series of films. It felt good to know, hey, even though I didn't enjoy this thing, I, I read what the intended story was there. I read what... I got to see the, the author's intent even if it never gets published. And it was, to me, satisfying. Yeah. There are a lot of people who it might not be. To me, it was satisfying. <laughs> and this journey that's been here in a couple weeks, five years in the making, of hating this movie to maybe it's not that bad, I'm traumatized to really find out, to coming to a place of, excuse me. <coughs> Bless you. Thank you. It's been a journey to this point of being able to see what the uh, Zack Snyder, the, the author and director, originally intended, and coming to this place of, huh, that was some, that was that was a neat idea. That was some interesting stuff. I'm sad that he didn't get to do it the way he wanted to. I'm sad that his vision didn't necessarily translate well to the screen, but it's a neat idea nonetheless, and I'm glad I know it now. So that's my. That's my good news of the week, is sometimes the things that today might bother you might, in a few years, they might not bother you as much. So yeah. that's my good news of the week. Alright. Let's see, for me... Alright, I had it in my head and now it's leaving me. Because that's the way my brain works. Sorry, I rambled on for 13 <laughs> minutes. That's okay. Um, well, one of the things that happened this week was, um, you know, I, one of the last times that we recorded, I don't remember what point, but I mentioned that I was doing Weight Watchers, and it was going very well, mm -hmm. um, and then I've kind of hit, over the past couple months, I've hit this plateau where I wasn't losing weight, and I was starting to get a little frustrated with it, but I knew it was on me, so like, this week I downloaded my fitness pal alongside, alongside Weight Watchers just to kind of keep accountable to the calories I'm consuming versus the zero point foods uh -huh. on Weight Watchers. So anyway, this week, one of the good things that happened was I finally went over the 20 pound mark on Weight Watchers, awesome. which is like, it's a great feeling. Um, I know a couple weeks ago, uh, as we were trying to leave the house early in the morning and um, the cars were just a little too close together, where normally I would be like, I need you to back the car up so I could get in. Uh -huh. I was able to just squeeze into the car without issue. Yeah. And that was a very 
good feeling. Oh, absolutely. So that's uh, some good news there. And I will share, like, where you talked about um, Avengers. I'll say one of the things I got, I've gotten into this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how much of it is good news, but it's something that just kind of grabbed me. Uh-huh. Is I started watching Expedition Bigfoot. Uh-huh. I finished it yesterday for the both seasons. Um, it's something that's just very intriguing to me. I'm not sure how much of what I was watching is actually real or manipulated, mm-hmm. you know, because it's a reality TV. So there's, I know. Probably is. Probably a little bit of both. Yeah. So some of the things that they were seeing and some of the testimonies, I'm like, I don't know what's, what's real. It was just something that is very intriguing to me that I'm just like, I'm like, there's something out there, whatever it is, but I don't know. I'm just, I have to take it with a grain of salt and remind myself that. I am watching reality TV, but it was yeah. just one of those things. I got to a point in watching it. The first, the first couple days I was watching it, I didn't mind watching it just before bed. But the deeper it got into it, I stopped watching it before bed, yeah. unless I had time to watch something else as kind of a mind cleanser afterwards, just because it was very intense and yeah, and everything. But anyway, it's the reason we don't watch Law and Order or Criminal Minds before yeah. bed. Yeah, it just gets it gets too intense, but. Um, no, those are a couple things from this week, and uh, I don't know the whole uh, weight loss thing. And I'm on online or on track to lose another pound this week. So yeah, it's been it's it's exciting to watch. Um, I've gone down two two pant sizes since November, and um, yeah, I'm looking forward to buying a whole new wardrobe for summer. <laughs> I uh, I'm glad you're looking for. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, both of us have had interesting weight loss journeys and that feeling of, I can fit into things I used to not be able to, or I can, I can squeeze into an area I I wouldn't be able to in the past. Yeah. It's a good feeling and the general upping of energy and it helps your mindset as well as, as, as just feeling better, but yeah. And on Thursday, like, it was such a beautiful day Thursday at work. And uh, just remind, I'm, I'm a preschool teacher. And uh-huh. so we took the kids outside on Thursday just to this back area at the church. And, like, this one little girl kept going, Miss Betsy, chase me. Now let me chase you. And so it was back and forth. And I don't know, probably about 20 to 30 minutes, I just ran. Uh-huh. Which that is not something six months ago I would have even I would have just been like no you run you chase your friends you know mm-hmm. but I and I might have run for like a minute six months ago and then be like okay I'm done but I just kept going and my energy was just there I didn't I didn't <sighs> stop because I could no longer do it I stopped because it was time to go we had a picnic outside for lunch and it was just time to be done yes and yeah that was a very good feeling that like six months ago I would not have been able to do that. And I was extremely sore by Thursday night because of it. But it was also running on uneven ground, too, which is, you know me, I don't do uneven ground. And yeah. I I did that, and there's still, I'm terrified of stepping in holes and twisting my ankle. I have another long story. But that was still in my mind, so I was just cautious about where I was stepping. But I was able to do it without too much fear of falling. And, yeah, it's feeling good. Good. <laughs> All right, we'll stop real quick just so our recorder can recover. And when we come back, we'll talk about food and then WandaVision. 
for our food segment this week, we are going to talk about cheat days. Oh, yeah. So, over the past few weeks, uh, and one of the reasons we've had to be a little bit more diligent about what we watch outside of them, uh, we have been enjoying cheat days. <laughs> um, so, last weekend, one of the things we enjoyed was uh, sweet bakes. Uh, yeah. Donuts and cakes. And so, typically here in Columbia, we get fresh donuts. Um, last weekend, we got uh, sweet bakes. Uh, we went out uh, just to get some coffee and have donuts, just as kind of a a time out, a, a time to just have some time together, grab some donuts and coffee, go out to a picnic shelter and enjoy a beautiful day. And uh, so, first of all, if you like coffee and donuts and you're in the area of Columbia, uh, right across the street from Columbia Academy is a little donut shop called called uh, Sweet Bakes. Swing in there, uh, grab a mixed half dozen, and... Uh, you just said a half dozen, and they gave us a mixed a variety. We didn't know uh -huh. what to expect. And uh, prepare for diabetes. <laughs> um, it is it is delicious. They are, they are thicker, uh, more rich, more succulent donuts than most places around here. Um, but man, oh! The one I ate was the like a raspberry iced uh -huh. donut, and it was so good. And I tasted the maple one. You gave me a bite of one that was maple, uh -huh. which was also really good. I think you you finished off the rest of them after that <laughs> throughout the day. <laughs> yeah, I I ended them. It was a cheat day. I didn't want to. I didn't want to keep eating on them throughout the rest of the week. I, yeah. wanted, I wanted it to be done. But uh, I will say this, as far as those donuts are concerned, if, if you usually eat two to three donuts, you're only gonna need a donut to a donut and a half. It, yeah. it, each one of their donuts is, is like two of most other places donuts. So uh, keep that in mind if you're thinking about getting some. They are good. They are really good. On top of that, this week I also got uh, both variations of Zaxby's new homestyle chicken sandwich. And guys, those of you who love Chick-fil-A, you guys are first of all monsters. Um, <laughs> the fact that you consistently line up around that place to get the food is ridiculous. I appreciate that they have good, consistent service. I appreciate that the food is good. It's not that good, guys. <laughs> um, just, just telling you now, it's good. It's not ten minute wait good. Um, and your opinion is the only one that matters, right? On this podcast, it is. <laughs> you, you bet your butt yeah. it is. <laughs> if you want someone else's opinion on this podcast, send them, I my, know. Send them my way. I'll tell them to get their own podcast. <laughs> But uh, all, all joking about Chick-fil-A aside, uh, there has been a, in, in a similar way to how in the 1800s there was the gold rush, uh, it feels like the past couple of years there's been a chicken sandwich rush uh, for fast food restaurants. And everyone from Popeye's, uh, Zaxby's has always had chicken sandwich chicken sandwiches, McDonald's as well, but everybody's going for this market of the chicken sandwich with pickles, um, and there's a certain flavor profile that comes 
and, and is spoken to by that Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. Yeah. With the peanut oil and, and the pickle and the, the bun. And so everybody's been gunning for, for Chick-fil-A's lunch money. And I, I like Chick-fil-A. Full transparency. I like Chick-fil-A. I don't love Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. And part of it is when I go out to eat, I don't want to do the work. I want you to pair the flavors you want on my sandwich for me. Uh-huh. And so going in and they're like, what sauce do you want on your sandwich? And I, I look at that and I go, you're the one making it. Yeah. You're, you're the one who gets to decide that. And uh, going to Zaxby's or McDonald's or anywhere else, Zaxby's has really awesome chicken sandwiches. And they, do. they right now, they are, they are my number one. So I, I really enjoy that. So those are my two mentions yeah. for our food corner this week. What, what do you have? All right, so what day was it? Tuesday or Wednesday? day <laughs> that um i guess it was wednesday i got home a little later than i normally would have and yeah i was like okay yeah i had already like i had chick-fil-a for lunch it was work lunch and so that's what they brought and i'd already decided to go with the oh with the grilled chicken sandwich and it was pretty it was actually pretty good i, I enjoyed it but then i was like okay i wanted something light for dinner <laughs> yeah because i'd already blown my points but then um, we decided to order from Ruby Tuesdays because I'm like, okay, I don't have it in me to cook. Let's just order some takeout. We had it in the budget. And so we're ordering Ruby Tuesdays, and I told you just to find a salad for me. Yeah. And as you started describing the chicken sandwich you were ordering, yes. Um, I completely changed my, my mind. And uh-huh. we did two different chicken sandwiches and cut them in half and shared them. Yes. And they were so good. I've got a renewed like for Ruby Tuesdays. We haven't done Ruby Tuesdays in years. Yeah. The last few times we've done it, we were disappointed. And mm-hmm. so we just did curbside. I went and picked it up. And oh my goodness. A pimento cheese and a honey mustard and onion ring uh, yeah. chicken sandwich. And oh. uh, if it sounds like it was a lot of calories, it was. It put me in the negative by 42 points. Yep. <laughs> If it if it sounds decadent, it was. <laughs> it was. Uh, the the upside of ordering from a restaurant like Ruby Tuesdays, as opposed to a Zaxby's or anywhere else, is you can actually order vegetables, and so it was nice yeah. to get a zucchini for you, broccoli yeah. for me, and uh, and be able to have a little bit of green in the diet. Yeah, I think that was a that was kind of the saving grace of that <laughs> of that meal as far as points, but still. I ended up only eating a quarter of each sandwich, so uh, I could go back a little bit and not kill my weekly points. But mm-hmm. I still was way in the negative on my on my daily points. But it was worth it, and I'm still like I'm still on track to lose weight this week. So it didn't completely undo everything I've done. Yeah. So. The, the upside of any weight loss journey is as long as you're not doing it every day, yeah. as long as you're not trending backwards, yeah. and as long as you're doing exercise. More often than not, you can continue to make progress, even if you have a, a, a bad day. Yeah. Um, but That was just my cheat day for the week, and <laughs> yeah. along so. with the donuts on Saturday. But, but Saturday, I didn't do too bad um, on top of all that. So. Oh, no. I, I have good days, yeah. and, and my good days have to trump my bad days. But, mm-hmm. 
So that's it for Food Corner. When we come back, we'll talk through WandaVision and then we'll look ahead to the next few weeks. arrived at the final segment of our show today uh, where we talk about WandaVision. Uh, at some later point we might break down plot of the show episode by episode, do a, a deep dive on it, uh, but today we're going to take a real high level view. So for those of you who aren't familiar with what this show is, um, as Marvel's been releasing products uh, since 2008, uh, as far as a unified cinematic TV brand, uh, WandaVision is the first television product that's under the same roof as the movies. Um, Marvel Television uh, existed before this, um, but they were they were separate. They kind of used the movies as a jumping off point, and you got shows like Agents of Shield, Daredevil, Luke Cage. Um, Jessica Jones, you got those shows where their starting point was the movies, but they were never connected to the movies. Not really. Um, come to find out there was a little bit of a war between Marvel Television and Marvel Film. And uh, now that all of those TV shows are done, they kind of exist in their own side area of Marvel. Um, but... Uh, WandaVision is actually produced and run by Kevin Feige, who runs the Marvel movies as well. Um, and it's it's at first. It's the first Marvel Disney Plus show. It's the first uh, Marvel TV show that really plays out in a similar manner to the way a Marvel film would. And... Uh, it's also a first in that it's the first Marvel TV show that focuses on characters from the big screen. And so that's extreme high level. Moving in a little bit, this is a show about two characters that are secondary, maybe even tertiary, in the Marvel movies. Uh, Wanda Maximoff uh, and uh, The Vision. Uh, these are two characters with really interesting backstories. If you're wanting to revisit the backgrounds of these characters, first of all, I will always recommend you watch the Marvel movies. Uh, They're really good. Um, and if you aren't into that, you're probably not going to be into this show. Um, because it is very, very, very heavy on the Marvel background. It is very heavy on, on the universe building. Um, and if you're not into that, you're not going to like this show. Um, another thing this show does that no show has really done before in the comic book superhero realm is it's, by and large, a sitcom. Yeah. Uh, at least at least the better part of three quarters of it is, is sitcom. It It is a merging of a superhero story with a sitcom 
and you've you've had shows like No Ordinary Family, um, even certain episodes of The Flash, Supergirl, uh, other TV superhero shows that have tried to be comedic. This is very different in that the way the show starts is kind of this hybrid Dick Van Dyke, um, Leave It to Beaver uh, opening episode. The the first two episodes are black and white. Um, and it traverses kind of the history of television, uh, send, sending up homages of uh, the Brady Bunch. Uh, you've got some family ties and growing pains. You've got some stuff from the 90s like Malcolm in the Middle. You've got all these great send-ups, and they all tie into this story that when you find out why all these homages have happened and and there is a reason in story for it 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 simultaneously fills you with awe that they were able to tie that in but also there's there's a sadness um and the overall message of the show is is how do we deal with grief and this show feels want to say it feels a lot more timely than I think it would have had we not just gone through a year of pandemic Um, because most of us on some level are mourning some sort of loss some of us it's it's as simple a loss as as lost time or lost experiences other people it is it's the death or deaths of of loved ones there's so many stories of loss that we've experienced, that friends have experienced over the past year. I, I consider us very blessed. I feel like we actually came out of the past year in a, in a very good place. But even that, there was so much loss over this past year. And in a show that is about dealing with loss or how we don't deal with loss, how we try to escape it, how we try to minimize it, how we try to to put a happy face on it, and how we try to control it. And all of these themes really play out in the show, and it's played out in grand, epic fashion as with most superhero cinema, but as with any good science fiction or any good genre fiction it takes the deeper part of the human experience and it contextualizes it in an outside manner to where we can look at it and look at how dealing with the death of a loved one or the the loss of innocence or or things like this what we will do to try to preserve what we have or what we had and uh, I don't know. I felt I felt it was really, really good, really timely, at least for me. There are people who disagree, and those people are welcome to their opinions. Um, for me, this this is one of the main reasons I'm excited about what Marvel and Disney are doing on, on Disney Plus. Is week to week, I'm going to get an interesting story. Uh, week to week, I'm going to get. Uh, absolutely phenomenal actors. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany are some of the best actors working. And I would say that before 
this show aired, I feel like they were almost taken for granted as performers. Uh, Paul Bettany, I've, I've been aware of him since A Knight's Tale in 2001, where he is a phenomenal, if historically inaccurate, Jeffrey Chaucer. Um, up to, up through his uh, arc in the Marvel movies as Jarvis, uh, Iron Man's AI butler, uh, to becoming the Vision, up, up through the series WandaVision. And Elizabeth Olsen, I only became aware of her really around the time that they cast her for Avengers Age of Ultron. Um, and it's because around that same time, she was in the 2014 Godzilla. And she melts into roles so well that I don't think of her as Elizabeth Olsen. I think of her as that role. And that's a good performance. And so you mix in great performances, interesting ideas, um, and the fact that they roll these episodes out week to week, as most television still does. And it just made for a really great experience for me. I know some people wish that they had gone the streaming route of releasing everything at once. And sure, if, if you want to do that, that's, that's great. It works for Netflix. I've actually really enjoyed week to week having an appointment with yeah. with one episode at a time. And yes, I, one of the things I liked about it was you would wake me up before you go to work in the morning. You you wake me up at five o'clock in the morning, be like, yeah. hey, I'm gonna go watch this, and I'm like, okay, and I drag myself out of bed to watch it with you. Yes. Um, <laughs> and it's just like, of course, then I was I'm I'm dead for the rest of the day. But <laughs> um, like yesterday, I pretty much most of the day on and off because I'm like okay I'm done for uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't get off my sleep but it was um I, I enjoyed that aspect of it every week it's like okay it was something to look forward to yeah and I've I've enjoyed I've enjoyed this show in the way that the only thing recently I, I can compare it to um is the more R-rated Watchmen uh, that came out in December of 2019 is probably the closest thing I can I can relate it to. In that week to week, you don't really understand what's going on. You get a little bit each week, and it rolls out little by little, and that frustrates some people. For me, I enjoy it because I'm I'm enjoying what they presented me, but I'm also okay. How does this connect with that? How does this person connect with that thing? Is this? No, no, that's not it. No, that's wrong. And being able to process that week to week. I know some people are disappointed as of the last episode airing because it wasn't what they thought it would be. Um, I am, I'm neither disappointed nor blown away by it being or not being what I thought it would be. I'm excited for what it was. Yeah. And I'm excited that what it was exists. Yeah. In the same way that Watch Watchmen didn't end how I wanted it to, but it ended how it needed to. And whereas Watchmen, as of right now, is a one-and-done product, um, this is a product that 
connects on the front and back ends to a greater story universe. And we're going to get more of it. We're going to get more stories that directly are affected by this series next March uh, with Doctor Strange 2. And I'm very excited about that. I'm excited that this show means something, uh, story-wise. Yeah. So, I've really enjoyed it. It's It's been a great nine weeks of storytelling. I'm really excited. Was it really nine weeks? It was nine episodes, uh, nine weeks. Wow. Actually, it was eight weeks. Eight weeks. Because yeah. they released the first two episodes uh, the first week. Yeah, I feel like it was just a couple, like a few weeks. I didn't mm-hmm. think it was that, that we've been doing that for two months. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, next week we will have an odd week uh, where there's not a new episode of Marvel Television, at least to my knowledge. The following week, Falcon and the Winter Soldier comes out. <laughs> Um, and the thing I'm really excited about, you can go back and listen uh, it to our archive of episodes to our Avengers Endgame recap uh, slash review that's an hour and a half long. Um, but this directly spins out of that. And the next series that we're going to watch, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, again, spins directly out of that. And guys, I can't wait. It's, it is a great time to be just in a place to enjoy this content. Um, if it's not something you enjoy, that's okay. Go find something you do enjoy. Don't worry that everyone else is enjoying something you're not. Go enjoy something you are. I am glad that there are so many people who enjoy a Chick-fil-A sandwich. I'm just not going to get in line for it. Um... I'm a person who really enjoyed WandaVision. The people who don't, I hope they enjoy their Chick-fil-A sandwich. (laughs) Guys, that's all the time we have for this week. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm hoping that we're going to be back week to week, uh, at least until the summer. Um, Please come back. Please like us on your podcast service of choice. Uh, If you don't like us, please leave quietly. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you next week. Bye.